Welcome to Take Up and Read, a bite-sized Bible study podcast on the Sunday Catholic Mass readings. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. This Sunday is the 22nd Sunday in Ordinary Time of Year B. Our first reading is Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 1 through 2 and 6 through 8. As Moses retells Israel's story since its deliverance from Egypt, Whereas wisdom in other cultures was commonly attributed to the king's will, in Israel, wisdom is found in the law revealed to the people by God. Israel, as Moses says, is distinguished among the nations for the righteousness of its laws and the nearness of the Lord their God. Our psalm this Sunday will sound a similar note. Moses is clear that only by obeying the commandments set forth can Israel flourish and enter the promised land. The warning here about not adding to or subtracting from the law of God is common in the Bible, and this sentiment is shared with other non-biblical Near Eastern legal writings. The human traditions of the Pharisees will run up against this injunction in this Sunday's Gospel. Our psalm this Sunday is Psalm 15, which is attributed to David. The response is the first verse of the psalm, which gives some context for all that follows. Lord, Who may abide in your tent? Who may dwell on your holy mountain? This was likely a ritual in which a pilgrim to the Jerusalem temple asked the priest these questions, and the qualities that follow in the rest of the psalm would be recited by the priest in reply. Notice that the attributes of the righteous person have to do with conduct and not outward observances. This is not to say that such observances are unimportant, but they that they are meaningless if not reflective of an interior holiness. This Sunday's second reading is James chapter 1, verses 17 through 18, 21b through 22, and 27. St. James refers to God the Father as the Father of lights, which emphasizes the unchangeableness of God in comparison with the heavenly bodies he has created. By the word of truth, the gospel, God has made believers the first fruits which compares them to the first fruits of the harvest season, which Jews offered to God in the temple. The agricultural imagery persists with James imploring his readers to receive the word that has been planted in you, which is to say, the gospel. This calls to mind Jesus' parable of the sower. James wants his readers to know that religion is not only a matter of fulfilling rights and obligations, but an interior conversion that manifests itself in good works. Verse 22 is the essence of the reading. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. In that, our second reading unwittingly ties into the rest of this Sunday's text. Our gospel this Sunday returns to Mark chapter 7, verses 1 through 8, 14 through 15, and 21 to 23. With Jesus once again confronted by the Pharisees, who criticized Jesus for his disciples not observing some of the customary ritual washings. First, it is noteworthy that Mark explains the custom in question, as it indicates he is writing for a Gentile audience. Mark is traditionally thought to have written his gospel in Rome, as a summary of the preaching of St. Peter. The Roman audience would have been largely unfamiliar with Judaism. Now a word about the Pharisees. The name itself means separated ones, which is to say, separated from Jewish ceremonial uncleanness. They were zealous laymen who, in an attempt to keep Israel religiously observant, put heavy emphasis on traditional embellishments of the Old Testament laws. 
These embellishments were to function as a sort of fence around the law, essentially overly scrupulous regulations that were added on so that Jews would not even come close to breaking the actual law. The ritual washings that Jesus' disciples are accused of ignoring here fall into that category. They are not in the Old Testament law. They are traditions of men, no matter how well-intentioned. This particular ritual is drawn from the mandated purifications of the Jewish temple priesthood, universalizing a ritual burden that the Old Testament law had only placed on priests. The problem with this mentality is that it can lead to a legalistic approach to religious observance, where any behavior is permissible as long as it fits within the literal confines of the statutes, without due regard to the interior disposition of the believer. It is just this attitude that Jesus frequently criticizes as the Pharisees' hypocrisy. Jesus quotes the prophet Isaiah, chapter 29, verse 13, during the siege of Jerusalem, when the Lord chastised the people for paying lip service to him while their hearts were elsewhere. We skip a few verses in the Mass selection, and Jesus' indictment of the Pharisees continues. They have become too focused on the rituals and not on what they signify. The cleansing of hands is a sign of a cleansed conscience, a commitment to offer our lives in service to God. Jesus corrects the Pharisees' distortion. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person, but the things that come out from within are what defile. Jesus' hard-hitting list of transgressions should be a sobering examination of conscience as we approach the Eucharist this Sunday. That's all we have time for today. Let's conclude with a collect for this Sunday's Mass. God of might, giver of every good gift, put into our hearts the love of your name, so that, by deepening our sense of reverence, you may nurture in us what is good, and by your watchful care, keep safe what you have nurtured. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening. To learn more and find resources, visit studycatholic.com. And please tell your friends about the show and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Thanks again, and God bless.